You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. Hello, beautiful. It is a gorgeous day here today in Southern California, and I am feeling amazing, lighthearted, and truly grateful for everything that's been going on in my life, my business, my world. And I hope you are having an amazing day as well and just really feeling into all that's coming to you. Today, though, we are going to be talking about the Enneagram, and I have a special guest, Kristen Edwards, who I reached out to. I met her on Instagram, and she's amazing. You are going to love this episode. It's really a quick, brief overview of all of the types the Enneagram has. The way that she breaks it down is really easy to understand. You're probably going to be able to identify who you are or which type you are as she's explaining it. But you're also probably going to see a little bit of yourself in all of them. At least that's how I felt. You can definitely take the Enneagram quiz if you don't already know what it is. But listen in today because we do talk a little bit more about it. And Kristen is the go-to person about anything you want to know about your personality and how to make it work for you. You know that I am not about cookie cutter anything. And I really want you to shine in all that you do. So part of what we talk about is how to make that happen and how you can just dive into learning more about you in different ways and different fun ways. So without further ado, let's welcome Kristen Edwards. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Nice Girl CEO Podcast where we really like to have some fun and bring in women business owners who are creating magic in this world and making a difference and an impact while growing their business and living a life they love. Today, I have a special guest, Kristen, who is a strategy coach, and we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. And I'm so excited because I have been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. Actually, not me talk about it because I don't really know a lot about it. All I know is that I'm an Enneagram too, and I feel so seen (laughs) when I read anything that explains or describes what twos are like. So welcome, Kristen. So excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and dive more into this Enneagram because it's one thing to know what your type is and feel seen, but then when you actually understand it and then you know how to apply it, like whole nother level. So I'm so excited for this conversation. I am too. And you're so right. It's really about what you are going to talk about. It's like unlocking this method. And I know you have your ABC uh, for this. It's going to be really fun to share with everyone. And we'll just get to know more about you, about Enneagram ourselves, and then where to go next to really dive more into it so we can utilize it in our lives and businesses and just be even more successful. Before we start though, I know I mentioned you're a strategy coach. Obviously we're going to be talking about Enneagram, but talk to us a little bit about how you got started, your background, what makes you so passionate about this, anything that you want us to know. 
Yeah. So specifically to the Enneagram, I'm just one of those quiz loving geeks. Like I'm a geek. Like I actually was a math major for a period of time in college. So I am a true geek. And so I hear quiz and I get excited. But I remember like most of us, right, in high school or beginning of college, you get those like, what career should you have quiz? And it was affiliated with the Myers-Briggs. And so that's really where this all started for me. And I went from Myers-Briggs to in my corporate career, I used the DISC and I'm actually finally getting formally certified using the DISC framework as well. But the Enneagram, when I first discovered it a few years ago, literally mind blown. So Mm -hmm. I've known all these quizzes at that time, knew them as quizzes. But as I learned more about personality assessments, and I like to tell people I have a master's in personality assessments, um, (laughs) I did get my master's in applied psychology and my concentration in that was leadership Mm -hmm. development. So I literally like I'm an actual geek about this stuff. But And I know the psychology that goes into all of it. And so these are all great frameworks and tools and having an HR background and doing these trainings, I start to see how it really helps us connect. Then I discovered the Enneagram. And like I said before, just mind blown. Like it wasn't just me being fit into a box of being an INTJ and this is how you look, or you're a DC on the disc and this is how you look. And here's your top five strengths. And this is what that means. It was like, this is who you are. This is why you're like that. This is what scares you. This is what motivates Mm -hmm. you. This is how you talk to people. And I was like, hold on, who are you? What is this? Tell me more. And so I just got obsessive about it, which I'm just that kind of person, but I'm also type eight. So those of you that know a little bit more about the Enneagram, you're like, oh, Kristen, got it. But it just kept evolving for me. And I wanted to know more about how these types connected in relationships, in the workplace. And then at that same time, I was moving my business from being in person wedding planner, and I transitioned into life coaching and And after I had my second child, I was like, we got to do this from home. And so I started exploring the online business early 2019 and what that would look like for me. So I was geeking out on these personality assessments and then also moving my business online. And the one thing you hear in the online space is niche down, niche down, niche down. And I was like, no, 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 people, you don't understand. I am all these things. I am multifaceted and I could not for the life of me accept the need to niche down. And so I had to come up with my own niche. I had to obviously say it in a clear and concise way, but I was determined to connect everything about who I am and what I love into one place. So I'm not just an Enneagram 8, I'm also 8 wing 7, and the 7 is known as the enthusiast, also very spontaneous, multi-passionate. Sometimes we get called as scattered brains and so, but I (laughs) knew enough to rein it in and figure out the control that I needed for my own goals and how to create my own success as well. And so I took my love of personality assessments. I loved everything about online business. And so strategy is my number one in terms of strengths finder is analytical Mm -hmm. and logical and logical. And so taking honestly, all of my strengths, my expertise and my personality and bringing that together. So now what it means when I say strategy coach (laughs) is that I help you to create a custom business strategy based on who you actually are, whether that's your quirky personality, taking your expertise and all of your quirks, your communication style, whether that is soft and approachable or like me, just blunt and direct and calling you like I see it and doing it in a way that's actually going to help you leverage and get consistent 10k months in your business and beyond for many people it's just hitting that initial 10k is what I help you start out and then grow to that consistent amount all the chills Kristen this is so good and I feel like I already want to invite you back 
to talk about that other part, you know, not having to niche down if that's not your jam. How do you share what you do clearly and concisely in a way that makes sense to your audience if you have all of these different things and elements into what you do and just growing a business on your terms. So put a pin in that girl because I do want to have you back. But today I do want to stick to Enneagram and dive in a little bit more. You might be a little bit too young because I think that I'm not in the young phase of entrepreneurship anymore, but that's okay. I remember back in the day taking the quizzes like in the team. Oh magazine. yeah, I, that's where it started for me too. But I got a little, I started on the formal <laughs> side of it. So yes, I had like my little teen Cosmos and J14 was like my magazine back then and teen people. So oh um, I don't know how young I look, that's but so <laughs> magazines are still a thing for me. Yeah, so fun. I love that. And I'm the same, like even to this day, I want to know what Disney princess I am. So <laughs> And I think I am a type two wing one. What is one? One is the perfectionist or reformer. Hmm, what's three? three? Is the achiever. Oh, it might be three then. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're not here to just talk about me. I'm not going to hog the show. So I'll break them all start. down. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where do we begin? So before you even start knowing your type in terms of associating one of the nine types that there are, I really think everyone needs to start with a triad. So you can always go out and there's a million free Enneagram typing like assessments. You can just hop on Google it really and take a free assessment. But before you you even do that? And truthfully, you can just type yourself if you're very honest about how you respond to things, good, bad, but you want to definitely take this test or the time to do this reflection in a very neutral state of mind, right? If you are coming off screaming at, at the kids for not doing whatever it is that they're supposed to do every single day, like clockwork, you're going to be stressed out. And that's going to cause you to type wrong because you're dealing with that immediate frustration. I also tell people, don't take it on your wedding day. You are so far in cloud nine and having the best, hopefully the best day of your life that again, you're not thinking quite clearly and as well. And you're going to look like a different version of yourself because you're, again, you're just having a phenomenal day. So don't take it on your wedding day. Don't take it on the day that the kids are driving you crazy. Don't take it on the day you got fired. Like take it in a very neutral state of mind and being. And then Hold be on. honest. Yeah. There's days that the kids don't drive us crazy. That's a thing. Okay. There's <laughs> the, your norm, whatever your normal is. And then there's the like, can I put my kid out for sale? Like, you know, oh so, gosh, so go with your normal. Um, I'm just kidding. Though. But I hear what you're saying. I just had to throw that in there. That is true though. <laughs> they just find a way. I'm pretty sure that they're a gift to us until they become grownups, right? Just test mom. <laughs> yeah. So, so absolutely. Whatever your normal is, take it in your state of neutral. Love that. And so you start out with your try. And we all want to be a certain type. Like I remember when I first discovered the Enneagram, I was determined to be a three or a four. And I'll break that down in a second. So it's not the type that you want to be. It's about who you actually are. It's about how you naturally respond, not what you do because your parents taught you to be a good human being or because you don't want your boss to yell at you. So disclaimer on that. Be very honest about your natural reaction, not the professional polite response that we come up with because of cultural society telling us to do things a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> so again, starting with the triads. And so everyone's core, obviously we need all three of these, but you start with your core triad and what you lean into first. So there's the heart triad, meaning you're led by your feelings or your emotions. And then there's the head triad, meaning that you are naturally in your thoughts first, or there's the body or gut triad, which means that we have a physical response. We're called to act. And for me, because I am a part of the gut triad, I think and feel later. So again, all three of these make you human. And if you ever look at the Enneagram chart, there's a bunch of lines going a million places. So you are always connected, but which one comes first? 
And I'll use those traumatic examples. I did a speaking gig last week and I was talking to people who have been unemployed due to COVID. And one of the things that we talked about was like on the day that you got that notification that you were being furloughed or let go or whatever that looked like from your company, how did you want to respond to your boss? Did you want to run under the table and cry? Were you already thinking of a hundred different ideas? What did I do? What did he do? What did they do? What am I going to do next? Were you first in your thoughts? Or was your natural reaction to reach through the phone and punch your boss? Are you part of your heart triad, your gut triad, or your head triad. And so pick your triad first. And then within each of these triads, you're then able to figure out which of the three types you might be. And we'll get into wing types as well. This is a difficult diagram. Like literally it's called the Enneagram. It means diagram or drawing of nine. It's Greek. So they (laughs) they weren't calling it simple in any way, but as you learn to unpack to what your individual numbers are, it makes so much more sense. So part of the heart triad is the twos, threes, and fours. Twos are known as the helpers, servant, supporter, helping, giving you the shirt off my back. Sometimes again, without thinking, I'm just here giving. The threes are known as the achievers. And so they just want to be successful. They want to be accomplished, but they also want everyone to know how accomplished they are. And so if you know like the five love languages, words of affirmation and the pat on the back saying good job, that's the threes. They want to hear that just as much as they want to be successful in getting the education, having the seven figure business, all the things that make them awesome, the mom who runs PTA, that kind of stuff. Then there's the four. The four is known as the individualist. They are the romantic. They desire deep connection with a few people instead of the masses. Many fours are introverts. They're also very creative. So storytellers, singers, songwriters, actual writers as well. But then they desire everyone to know how different, unique, special, creative they are. Like on a whole nother level of look how awesome I am and not in a bragging way, but just to be unique. And so if you want to take it back, because you talked about magazines, they're like that stereotypical kind of goth we had in high school. They very much into their emotions. They wanted everyone to know that they were different from the crowd, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And so even if they are pretty blonde hair, blue eyed, like you can still see like that desire to be different seeing in them. Nothing against my blonde hair, blue eyed friends, by the way. So that's the heart triad. Then there's the head triad, which is five, six, and seven. The five is known as the investigator. And so they are the researcher, the planner, the bookworm. If you know brand archetypes, this is where you might see a sage type. And so I geek out on all these assessments, guys. I know. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. (laughs) So, and a lot of people go, oh, like I am not a book person. And that's fine. You might not be like book smart PhD, but how many times do you go on that rabbit hole of watching like the whole documentary, like the series? about one random animal. Like there's nothing that you need to know about this animal that lives out in the wild, but you can tell me every random fact about it. So it's not necessarily about book smarts, but that desire to just really be organized, planned, researched, developed. You are also a list maker. Now I love my post-it notes. I have them in every color and I have all the different highlights to go with it. And I was that girl who I didn't realize that people didn't have planners. Like when I joined the online space and people were like, get a planner. I was like, I've had one since I was 14. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like people don't naturally come with planners in their back pocket what and so like but they're that paper planners right this is what we're talking yeah. about with all yeah, the real colors and yes and the stickers, stickers and everything uh-huh. that yep. was just my norm so that's what you can think of when you hear the five they're the researcher the pro con list the to-do list the organization that goes into that and then there's a six the six is known as the loyalist and they just desire to be strongly connected to people that's it and they're also very prepared and so they have if you want to think of the mom with the mary poppins bag 
or the person who just has all of the answers, but they don't just have the answers because they're a know-it-all. They have the answers because they want to make sure that you stay their best friend. So how can I give you information so that you will stay connected to me as well? And then there's the seven. The seven is known as the enthusiast. On social media, they get labeled as the wild child, party animal type of person. They're very spontaneous, very multi-passionate lots of ideas. They sometimes don't write any of the ideas down. I'm a seven wing, so no judgment on this. It's just what it is. Um, they have all the thoughts that go with it, but again, very excited. Usually if you do see a seven implementing, it's because they have a strong eight wing of taking control or the strong six wing of connecting to others. So they know that they need to articulate that and connect with someone else to make it happen. So like very good with like business partners. They are very visionary type folks. So that's your head triad. The body triad or the gut triad is eights, nines, and ones. Now, if you are OCD like me, I am sorry that it doesn't start at one and go to nine, but eight, nines, and ones are part of the body triad. And so we are naturally led by a physical response to something, which is why I mentioned wanting to punch your boss when they told you something. I'm not saying that any of us did, hopefully not, because again, we're good people, but that natural thought of a physical response, just being how you are and what you wanted to do. So the eights are known as the challenger or an advocate. We're very protective of ourselves. We're also protective of others. And we quite frankly, just avoid anything that makes us vulnerable. So no matter what's happening, I will make it sound like everything is okay, no matter what. And so so again, we desire to control our environment. And usually, again, because we want to protect ourselves or protect those in our circle, whether that be my team, my family, my friend group, my faith, my race, my religion, like whatever it might be, always protecting and keeping that boundary in place. Then there's the nine. The nine is known as the peacemaker. They will do anything to resolve the conflict. So eights will run headfirst into the conflict and take care of who they need to. The nines will just negotiate to resolve that conflict. But again, nines are not, although they are peacemakers, they are not scared of conflict like some other triads might be. And then the ones are known as the perfectionist or the reformer. So they have a very high standard of excellence in their mind. It is right or wrong, black or white. Gray is something that they have to mature into. They have to learn to see the gray and understand the blurry lines. But for them, it's like, that's the right thing. That's what I'm going to do. There is no option for wrong with a type one as well. They have a high standard of excellence for themselves and then a very high standard of excellence for their circle, whether that be their children, their colleagues, whatever that might look like. Everyone's got to go towards the best version automatically. Mm -hmm. So that's the fastest, shortest way I can break down the yeah. Enneagram for you. That was awesome. And it's funny how I see a little bit of myself in almost all of them. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. So again, we're human. And so it is a circle and we do connect, but you have a natural core tendency. And then just like you hear with anything else in life, right? There's nature and nurture. So your natural reaction to something, but then I can tell you like my mom is a type one. And so as an eight, I desire control. I desire to advocate for others. And then in my seven wing, I want to just have a good time, but my mom is a type one. And so the control that I want is for everyone to create their best life, for everyone to do it. Quite frankly, 
technically my way, but recognizing that my way doesn't always work. So let me help you find your way, Mm. but then know that this is your path and never veer from it. So because I was raised by a one, those one tendencies will still show up just as much as my core number. So there's who I am, but there's also the environment that you surround yourself with as well. And so that's why you want to choose your partners wisely. You can't choose your parents, but recognize if you follow in their footsteps or if you need to run in the other direction from how (laughs) you were raised, depending on your situation. And so again, there's nature and nurture and everything that we do, but you have your core type. And then you, again, will, depending on your circle, education is really big. I have my immigrant family. And so education, like that five part of me, which is actually my stress mode, but I was taught that education is the best solution to everything Mm. um, as well. And so like, I desire that what looks like a three of being an achiever and successful as well. So we will see ourselves in all of the different types, but recognizing what's true to you, if you're very, very honest with yourself. And that's something that's a hard part, in my opinion, is being honest with the truth and not just what you want others to think of you. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I would assume and guess that as you grow and mature in life and you experience different things, that things could change. Is that correct? So you can respond differently by choice. However, your Enneagram number never changes. So unlike Myers-Briggs and DISC and a lot of the other assessments where your strengths or your qualities might change over time, your core Enneagram number never changes. Now, that's another thing with the diagram of the Enneagram with all those arrows that you see flying around that circle. It's so like as a type A at my best, I will look like a two. And so I will talk a lot about servant leadership is because Eights are natural born leaders, but I also want you to lead and I want you to learn how to lead and I can serve you in my coaching. And so at my best, I'll look like a two. I think you said you were a two. So a two at their best will look like a four. And so they will find that unique trait about them and connect with a small group and connecting with the masses in order to bring about the service that they were created to do. Ooh, and so girl, you nailed we- that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so we move and that's not like knowing you, that's just knowing the Enneagram. Yeah. Um, and so that's us at our best. We will move across that circle. And so I was raised in a Christian household. So everything about the Enneagram tells me like run. And then as I learned the psychology about arrows, I was like, wait, what? How mm-hmm. did you know? As well. And so we have our growth number on the Enneagram, but then you also have your stress number. And so when you are at your worst as a two on your worst day, be and you're not getting to be your creative individualized self and you're not able to serve the way that you want to, you'll actually start to look like an eight. And so you go into this control mechanism, but you also, because you're a mom, I'll say you also go into like mama bear mode, right? I'm protecting mine. I'm protecting my kids. I'm protecting my business. Whatever it is that you need to protect, you will go all the way in controlling that situation to get what you need to get you back to your ability to serve and help the way that you naturally want to. So fascinating. I'm like blown away with this. I think I could talk about it all day long. That's Um, what I do. (laughs) I was just going to say, you get that opportunity. And I mean, Enneagram's fun. I feel like it's a little more playful. I I love all of the different personality tests. I've done DISC, like I've done the assessments probably across the board, but I've gone deeper into DISC where I've like done trainings and really have learned how to use that with certain teams, human design. I mean, they're all so fun, but Enneagram's just so playful. And I know you have some ABCs for success, which I think are fun. Is this a good time to talk about those? 
Absolutely. And so again, this, this is all part of my own journey, but the first one, and this is not my term, Marie Forleo said it first, and she's the best multi-passionate in Enneagram 7 out there, but it's really important for us to take action. Action is what's going to give us the clarity that we desire. So if you never start that dream, if you never take action on that dream, you're never going to know if you're heading in the right direction. So for ones who want things to be done right, you're never going to know if you don't start. For a five who wants to do all the research and planning, start start and then you'll get the answers that you're looking for. And so, and that happens for all of us, right? So get out of the consumption mode and start taking action that will give you the clarity that you want. So ABC action brings clarity. The other one, and the reason that I love the Enneagram so much is that awareness brings confidence. Awareness builds your confidence. And so, especially in the online space where everyone's telling you to show up and get visible and do this and do that. And you're like, but I'm scared. Cool, that makes you human. So you're totally fine and okay to be scared. But in order to get confidence in what you're doing, you need to know your craft, right? Like I'm not going to show up as a copywriter because I stress out when I have to do my own content writing. So I'm not going to go into a profession of that. But I do know that the message I have to share is helpful. I do know the value of that Enneagram knowledge is going to help you. And so if I focus on my expertise and I help give others awareness, right? I have an educational piece about that information and how they can apply it. I'm not only confident in sharing that, they're going to be confident in applying it. Also, because the Enneagram itself just like unpacks more of us a lot of times, right? I personally have not met like three eights in one family, right? There's like one of every number in your household. And so you always, and naturally, right, we just grow up thinking like, I'm the weird one in my family. Even if you're like, right, the popular one feels like they're left out. The actual weird one feels like they're left out. The creative one, when everyone plays sports, like we always have that one thing that makes us not fit in with our family or with our friend group or whatever it might be. And so then the Enneagram is like, well, this is how you are. This is what happens when you see this. This is what scares you. This is what motivates you. Just explains and unpacks all this stuff. And then you're like, well, a book just told me that. So I can't be the only one who feels this way. So now you know you're not alone. You have awareness and the vocabulary to use around the things that you've been dealing with. So like, sorry, my psychologist hat is on now. But for many of us, we get so siloed that we don't even think that there's words to articulate those feelings, those thoughts, those actions that we've been taking. And so now you have this vocabulary of who you are based on your Enneagram type. And now you can choose the communication style that you have with your social social media marketing with your clients and the customers yeah. that you serve with your, if you are in a nine to five with your actual colleagues, with your spouse. And so you'll see a lot of stuff about relationships in the Enneagram, but your communication now can be enhanced and those people can understand you better as well. I'm not yelling at you at all. I'm just really passionate and really <laughs> excited. And so like, please don't confuse that. And so I literally thought pretty much my whole life, oh, I have a harsh tone. No one likes me, no one this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh no, that actually is my passion. I just get really, really into it and I forgot to smile, but I promise you I wasn't mad at all in that whole process. And so it's just recognizing and having that awareness. And as you realize, like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I am, then you can own it and truly be the CEO of your business and truly be the CEO of your life, right? You just get to take control and do things on your own terms. And that's where that success really opens up because now that mindset shift has also taken in place for you. I love all of that, Kristen. Thank you so much. I think, again, I feel like this was a lot, but you explained it in such a way that it's giving us a taste of what it's like to know how we behave 
at our best, at our worst, and how to like bring it out and celebrate it, right? Celebrate those differences, celebrate what's making us who we are. So yeah, thank you for that. I also want to just mention that all the links to connect with Kristen are going to be in the show notes, her website, her Instagram. So connect with her on her website, on her Instagram page, and also her podcast. Tell us about your podcast for a sec. Yeah. So my podcast is called Amplify Ambition. And so it's really about, again, owning who you are and then not letting anything stop you from chasing after your dreams. So dream loudly and then go make it happen. Yes. I love that. Connect with her on all of those links. Kristen does offer VIP days. So if you want to get in on some of that or just reach out and see what it's like to work with her and dive even deeper into your personality, reach out to her, let her know, check out her podcast. And we'd love for you to maybe connect with both of us on Instagram. Shout us out. Let us know that you listened and tell us what your Enneagram is. I think that's always a fun conversation starter and connecting with other women. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted to also have you share what is our action from today? Because again, there's a lot to do a lot to think about where do we go first? Or what do we do to take action? And like what you were saying on your ABCs, even to really gain clarity and confidence around moving forward with this? Yeah, so the truth is, a lot of us are putting our offers out there, whether it's a product or a service, we put our offers out there, but we've never really asked for the sale. And so I challenge you to actually say like, hi, want to buy this? Because it's available to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> use those, probably not those exact words, but use those words and ask for the sale. You'd be surprised how many people are actually willing and ready to pay you, regardless of if it's just access to your Google Doc, which I do have. We have two episodes actually on my podcast where two people are like, it's just they want access to you. They're not looking for the pretty Canva website, blah, blah, blah stuff that we can put out there. They want the information. And so that you already have, go ahead and offer it and people will pay you. So ask for the sale. Totally. And that was like a little bit of a twist on what I thought you would say. I love it. It works Um, for every Enneagram type. Yes. So good. Well, again, this was fabulous. Kristen, I would love to have you back on soon please make sure you check out Kristen. Learn more about your Enneagram so that you can show up bigger in this world and make a bigger impact. Kristen, you're amazing. Let's have you back for sure. And we'll talk about some other fun stuff. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Lisa. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. And we'll see you all next time or talk to you all next time. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also, be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.